to Ivy League Prep Academy Podcasts, where we explore ideas for living a better life and preparing for the university of your choice. We're your hosts, Nathaniel and Steve. Today, we're excited to uh, introduce the book, How Full Is Your Bucket? Nathaniel has recently read this. It's by Tom Rath and Donald Clifton. It's a short book, very easy to read, even for non-native English speakers, and one of the best, highly impactful. So Nathaniel, welcome to the show. Can you tell us a little bit about the book? Yes, absolutely. I have read this book four or five times. Uh, It's just, it's a quick read, and for people who... Uh, don't read a book a week or five books a week, uh, or who just don't feel comfortable reading lengthy and somewhat complex self-help books, this is always my go-to for them. Um, The book is about how our lives are shaped by our interactions with others, either positive or negative. And the title of the book, How Full Is Your Bucket, references an analogy that uh, they introduce in the book about a dipper and a bucket. And so this analogy goes that every person you meet has a bucket and every person that you meet also has a dipper. And you can dip from someone else's bucket or you can fill someone else's bucket by either having uh, positive or negative interactions with those individuals. And so uh, the power of this book is about positivity and helping others experience joy and gratitude and uh, happiness in their lives. And the book focuses primarily on uh, the way that you interact with others and the so-called reverse golden rules, which are not uh, do unto others as you would have others do unto you but do unto others as they would have you do unto them Mm. and treat them as positively as you can treat them like gold, uh, compliment them, smile at them, have these positive interactions, large or small, and they will shape the destinies of both your life and their life and uh, can really help set the tone for a successful and happy future for both of you. Okay, so if I'm understanding this correctly, the bucket that we all hold, is that kind of our own self-esteem or our, our self-satisfaction? What, what does the bucket represent? Well, it's a metaphorical bucket that represents uh, our feeling, whether positive or negative. And so if we're positive, our bucket is being filled. If we're feeling negative, our bucket is being dipped from or taken away from. Um, One of the examples that they talk about in the book, this is a professional example. It's a story of a CEO named Ken, and he is outrageously successful. And so, you know, they followed him and, and wanted to study what it is that he does that leads his company to such outstanding success. And if you follow Ken, you you find out that he doesn't visit branches of his company to review numbers or to check on folks or to supervise. He goes with the intention, and he states this himself, Ken goes with the intention of energizing his employees, nothing else. 
that is his his number one goal is to energize his employees because uh, having these positive interactions and filling other people's buckets uh, inspires them and empowers them to see much greater levels of success and much higher levels of performance. And then on the other side of that, uh, people who dip from other people's buckets, people who have all of these negative negative interactions with you can do incredible harm through their very simple negative acts. Um, this reminded me of, uh, as I was reading the book, of uh, when I was about high school age, I remember there was this girl and her name was Ellen. And uh, one day while we were in class together, she asked me to smile for her. And at the time, you know, I didn't have the straightest teeth. I hadn't had braces. Uh, I needed a little bit of orthodontic work. <laughs> and so she told me to smile for her and I smiled and she said, ah, you need braces. And uh -huh. from that point on, it dipped from my bucket so much that from the time I was 15 years old to 17, you will not find a photo of me smiling with my teeth. Mm. And that was because of the incredible harm that her dipping from my bucket did. And then on the flip side of that, uh, around the same age, I was working my first job for someone uh, where I was a W-2 employee, I was working at a restaurant. I was a busboy. And so I was loading dishes and cleaning dishes. And my boss uh, at this, this Italian pizzeria <laughs> um, complimented me and made me feel like I was a million bucks and I was his best employee and, and, and told me that he trusted me as an employee that I was a fantastic worker and that he trusted me to get work done. And I remember that interaction just, it set me to incredible heights. Ah, and so, so you worked a lot harder for, for your employer. I exactly. Exactly. And so uh, in the contrasting personal stories here, uh, the, the negative interaction just, man, I, it just dropped me. Uh, you know, just a sucker punch. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then on the flip side, the employer who uh, complimented me and reinforced my own self-confidence, uh, he got so much work, so much more work and productivity and performance out of me because of the way that he filled my metaphorical bucket. I see. This does sound a little bit like Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yes, exactly. And I make that co that comparison all the time when I'm recommending it to other people is, hey, if you have uh, 30 minutes to an hour, then read how full is your bucket. If you're looking for something a, a lot longer and a lot older, then you'll want to read Dale Carnegie's book. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> okay. Yeah. So it does seem really, really simple, right? We, But the power is in the metaphor, the fact that we can easily picture ourselves holding a bucket, we can easily kind of feel what it felt like when someone dipped from our bucket and also when someone filled the bucket. And so just that simple, I guess, imagery maybe helps us to be more aware of the need to be filling other people's buckets instead of 
instead of dipping from them. Let me ask you, does, uh, is there any risk in filling buckets so much that I empty out my bucket? Uh, no. In fact, when you have positive interactions with others, it, it has an effect of filling both of your buckets simultaneously. Uh, there is a certain, um, a certain give and give that happens when you fill someone else's buckets because they're more likely to fill yours and you feel good about the way that you filled theirs. And really the power of this message is in the data. You know, we talk about this, you know, fill people's buckets and smile at them and make someone feel valued. And that feels nice and fluffy and soft. And, and that's a great feeling, of course. But the power of this is in detail. So there are a few studies that they, they reference in the book uh, that really drive this point home. Because if you don't see the data, you don't realize this is an actual uh, performance-driven, revenue-increasing type of strategy or set of tools that will actually help in very quantifiable measurable ways in your organization, in your school, in your relationships with family, friends, romantic partners, etc. And so one of the studies that they referenced in the book was a actually an education study. It's a, a study on a group of students. And the study took place over five days. And they had three groups. So they had a group that they praised. They uh, they would fill them with compliments, fill them with confidence, and uh, just overall make them feel great about themselves. And then they had a group that they criticized, that they told them, hey, you did a terrible job. <laughs> mm. And, uh, you know, with this particular group, they would just use negative language, negative interactions, and criticize them. And then they had a control group that they largely just ignored. So over the five days, they had these students perform some studying tests, some examinations, some, uh, some measurable uh, school activities to see how these, uh, the praise versus the criticism versus totally ignoring affected their performance in school. Yeah. So what happened? So over the course of the five days, on day one, all three groups performed about the same way. But the group that was criticized on day two, they, their performance plummeted. I mean, it was just, uh, it, it, was, it was like a 30 degree drop in their trajectory of their performance. And the, the praised group improved dramatically. Uh, and I couldn't tell you the day by day results, but if you looked at the graph, uh, you could just see this massive drop from the criticized group a somewhat neutral improvement from the control group and the praise group was just soaring. And by the end of day five, which was the last day of the study, the praised group overall improved by 71%, while the criticized group only improved by 19%, and the control group only improved by 5%. And so... It, it just illustrates how powerful it is as a student or as a employee or as an executive or as a, a person in a relationship with others of any kind. If you praise others and praise yourself, because this is something you can do with yourself, you can fill your own bucket. Mm 
you can improve three times more quickly than self-criticism or uh, criticizing others will affect you or the others that you're criticizing. That's really interesting. Uh, you know, I, I think that a number of listeners probably have parents who meet the criticize group category. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of parents in that generation, their parents, they raised kids through criticism. And uh, what you're saying here is, according to this research, that's going to lead to a 19% improvement within five days. Um, and so over time, if we're looking at 20% improvement over no interaction, uh, that's substantial. And sure. so a lot of parents feeling like they're doing the best they can by uh, criticizing are probably creating success in their children, but it's limited compared to the amount of success. I mean, we're talking uh, almost four times more uh, growth, three and a half times more growth, 71% compared to 19% uh, through praise. So if if a child feels like they're their hard work is paying off, if they feel like uh, they are worthy individuals or whatever the praise was, I guess we'll have to read the book to get more details on, on how to praise correctly, how, what type of praise they were receiving. But uh, 71%, obviously, I'll take that any day over 19% improvement. Right. Yes. Um, and there was another study that they also referenced where uh, parents in different countries have different parenting styles and they try to motivate their kids in different ways. And what what the the researchers found as they were conducting this study is that parents who focused on uh, poor grades versus excellent grades, let's say your student comes home with a report card that has three topics or three uh, subjects in school where they've got an A and three subjects in school where they have an F, or let's make it even more, uh, more contrasting than that. They have five subjects with A's and one subject with an F. Uh, the parents who focus on the F are going to drive some improvement in their child, but the parents who focus on the five A's and shine light on that and really praise the strengths of that of their child for achieving those A's and those five subjects, they're going to see much more result in that, in that sixth subject than those who just focus on the sixth subject and through criticism. Yeah. Uh, is, is it kind of a best practice then to shine light on what is right, say fantastic job with uh, everything that you did well, and then also criticize the F? Is that kind of the best way to do this? So what they, what they give in, uh, in the book is kind of a, a, an ideal ratio. And that is, you know, let's not ignore everything that's wrong in the world. That won't accomplish anything. But uh, we should seek to have a five to one positive to negative ratio with everyone that we interact with. Anyone that you want a productive uh, relationship with, you ought to seek to have a five to one ratio or better. And so that means that if you're going to talk about something where you may have to criticize someone's efforts, uh, make sure that there are at least 
five things that you shine light on that they're doing well to make sure that you're not just uh, just dipping and dipping and dipping from their bucket. Uh, There's the analogy of the bank account, the emotional bank account that Stephen Covey uh, references in Seven Habits for Seven for uh, highly effective people. And he talks about this emotional bank account where you can make emotional deposits or withdrawals. And you've got to make sure that you deposit much more than you withdraw or you're going to be overdrawn. Yeah. And and so that this is the same kind of idea. You want to make sure that your ratio is as close to five to one or greater as possible so that you have a positive and uh, and bucket filling relationship with the people with whom you interact. Fantastic. And I like that. Having a five to one ratio gives me something kind of concrete, something I can count, I can I can pay attention to, to know if I'm on track. Uh, so in my relationships with my friends, teachers, parents, uh, try to observe uh, at a five to one ratio positive things. And then when we point out things that need to be improved, it's going to be heard because the contrast maybe is so great. Exactly. You've got enough uh, experience filling their bucket that even though it's going to hurt when you criticize, they're going to accept it without this sort of um, uh, resentment toward you because they have such a positive overall relationship and they know that you care about them and that you see their strengths. And so focusing on those strengths and focusing on the positive about someone is going to make them much more receptive to the one thing or the few things that you do end up criticizing them for. Um, Uh, I think that's very practical. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, just some of the things that the, uh, the authors recommend that you do, because this is not an easy thing to just say, oh, well, I'm going to treat everyone positively now. (laughs) Mm. Um, But what you can do is set some goals, set some triggers or some reminders to help you see the best in other people. So one of the easiest ways to do that is to have the saying, shine light on what is right. Uh, And that is make sure that you're seeing what's right much more than you're seeing what's wrong. Um, When you kind of do an an inventory check on yourself uh, throughout, let's just say one day, and make sure that you're not dipping from other people's buckets. So make sure that for at least that day, when you dip from someone's bucket, try to notice that, try to keep inventory of it so that you recognize, oh man, I have to reset this habit because I'm not getting a five to one ratio. Right. Um, And then there are also some great ideas on how to fill other people's buckets because of course, how many times can you smile at the same person in a day? (laughs) <laughs> and smiling works. That's that's a great way to fill someone's bucket. But um, great ways to do that is to learn people's names, uh, interact well by uh, complimenting and supporting people, give genuine compliments, uh, give someone tangible gifts like a, a note telling them that they did a great job or express your appreciation for something that they did well. Uh, there are a, a ton of ways to create simple but positive interactions with people. And remember that reverse golden rule, do unto others as they would have you do unto them. Well, 
absolutely practical information. Uh, I, I appreciate so much this idea of needing to, to pay attention. Uh, I'll take stock today in the way that I interact with people around me, with my friends, uh, with peers, classmates, right? And uh, I, I feel like I can do a better job filling people's buckets. Hopefully some listeners will as well. We really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing your insights about the book. Absolutely. Music for this episode came from We Are Here by Declare P. I'm Steve Gardner. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with a friend. Thanks for listening.